This is the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Get your mentor today at SCORE.org or call 1-800-634-0245. Welcome back to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Great tips for your small business. How do your customers find you online? Do you know? Have you thought about it? What are the different ways that you can make this happen? On the line with us today, Tyler Donahue. He's a business development analyst at Yext, and they're a tech company that syncs business listings information across 50-plus sites like Yahoo, Yelp, Facebook, and Bing. He's got a BS in mathematics and economics from Duke University, and he served there as the Blue Devil mascot. Hey, great to have you, Tyler. So happy that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be on. Small businesses are always looking for efficient, effective ways to get the word out about what they do and spreading the word about their small business. Social media, the cloud, Google ads, Facebook ads, it can be quite overwhelming and a long list for people. What trends are you seeing in regard to the effective use of the internet for business that local small businesses might really get excited about in 2014 and what might they use? Well, you know, one thing that I think is, you know, worth starting at is acknowledging, yes, that it it can get very overwhelming with how many different options there are out there. Um, Both of my parents uh, work in a small business and every time I'm home, because I work at a tech company, they're asking me all these questions about Facebook and the Google and all these different sites. I I hear it all the time and their, their question all the time is why? Why can't it just be simple? Well, the reason why it can't just be simple is, you know, look at it from the other side. Look at it from a consumer side. There's all these different touch points and pretty much what it means is that there's a lot more opportunity for you to, to reach out and, you know, as a consumer, find the business you want to. And then as a business owner, make sure you're attracting your local customers. Small business owners, they just don't have the time to discover all the different sites and services that are out there to help them. We work with, you know, over 100,000 small businesses across the country, and we're talking with them every day. And, you know, we, we recognize that as a small business owner, you just you want to get the most biggest bang for your buck or the, for the time you put into it. What we are seeing, the trends that we are seeing is to really take advantage of the time you're given and to really take advantage of the resources that are presented to you. It's really looking to find services. And so the services that are really doing the best are the services that combine pretty much simplify SMB's marketing process. You mentioned social media, the cloud, Google ads, Facebook ads, all of those things, somewhat of a different use case. They all have their own benefits. Uh, Because there are so many different services, there's almost a new market for companies like Yex that are helping you manage a number of those different services at once. The most successful, whether services or the most successful marketers, are really finding a way where they can go in and they can hit on a number of those different services all through one time-conserving method. The idea, you know, behind what we're doing is you have all this geodata. You have, you know, where you're located and, you know, your phone number and all that stuff. And that is useful across a number of different services. And, you know, to really make sure that you're listed and you're, all, that, all that information is out there, it's more than just you know, making sure your website's up to date. You, know, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of the opportunity that is you know, Facebook and the opportunity that is social media and Google. Um, and it's really just finding certain services that allow you to take a little bit and instead of having to plug it into different, all those different outputs, 
find a service that really you can put it in one place and it gets pushed out all over. From what I understand, if you're a small business owner and you're doing it right, you do not have a ton of downtime. You're, you're, it's your whole life. Is If you can find a way to make sure in that little downtime they have that they can you know, get as much out of it as they can, that's fantastic. And you know what I think is very exciting moving forward is I think we're just scratching the surface on how a small business owner can actually utilize and take advantage of the internet. We're growing beyond the idea of simple, you know, Google ads, or not that they're simple, but not simply Google ads. Mobile is becoming more and more uh, prevalent. And something that, you know, that a lot of people are excited about, Apple just released their iBeacon technology. Do you know much about beacons? I, um, I don't. Beacons in, will enable businesses, small businesses, you know, enterprise level cuts companies, that if you install them in your store, it will allow you to take online experience to offline. The idea being you can walk into your local sports store that they sell sporting equipment. They can use beacons to when you walk in there, they know that you were, you know, the idea is, you know, let's say you were looking for soccer cleats. You can walk into this, you know, local sports store and with the beacon technology and where it's going, come a point in time where as you walk in, they could say, hey, are you interested in, you can get a push notification to your phone saying, hey, are you interested in soccer cleats? They're right in the back left corner. We have a deal on these cleats. And it's allowing you to kind of take all the stuff that you're doing online and really take it to an offline and really translate and harness the power of online advertising, online marketing and to driving offline sales, which at the end of the day is what any local small business is looking to do. Since you're really trying to um, do more with less these days as a small business owner, what in your opinion are the most important steps for a business owner to take so that they look good online and they can make money because of their online profile, persona, whoever that, whatever that might yeah. be? I think there's some very, very three simple tasks to kind of look at. Um, first of all, you want to make sure whatever information out there is accurate. It seems like a very basic thing. When you dive into what information is out there, it actually be very surprising. You know, we've, we've done research where 15% of listings online are actually missing entirely. You know, as these more and more sites come out there, it's creating more and more touch points that a business has to manage. So first of all, just make sure that information that's out there is accurate. Um, secondly, you know, something that you really want to think about is, you know, online, you're not limited by the size of the phone book. You're not limited by the size of the ad space in the magazine. So you can add a ton of rich content beyond just saying like, hey, this is my store. This is where it is. Why don't you touch on what it is? You know, there are hundreds, hundreds of thousands, millions of restaurants across the country. There's decidedly less. Chinese restaurants and you can break it down if you, if you want to get you know break it down as far as you can to really explain what your 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 small business is and then the final step in you know that we've seen is why if you have this space you have this blank canvas that is online you know you've already told them you know where your business is you've already told them you know what your business is now tell them why they should come to your business and you know that what we've really seen is the the most enticing. Like think about any time you go online, you're looking at a business listing, you're looking at a you know a website. The most enticing places are the places that tell you not only you know where they are so you can find them or what they are so you know what they are, but 
why you should go there. The other, the final thing is just make sure all that information is recent. Uh, our CEO tells a really funny story about how this summer he was uh, out in the Hamptons with his wife, and his wife loved the specific pie from the specific pie shop. She goes, Howard, go out and get me that pie. <laughs> so Howard, he, 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 I like he true story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, as the good husband he is, goes online, he says, all right, let me just check to make sure where this place is. He goes on their website. He goes on, he looks them up on Yahoo, and he goes on their Google page. All of them said, this is where we are. All of them said, we are open today from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And so he gets in his car, he drives out there, and finds out that the, the pie place is closed. They go to his pie place's Facebook page and realize on their Facebook page, they had said, it's impressively hot today. We're closing early. So they closed at noon that day. It's those type of little things that, you know, when we talk about all those different touch points and we talk about keeping all of this recent, making sure that that information gets sent across all those different locate or all those different touch points. You know, why someone, when they think of you, they might not think of the Facebook page first. They may have been like Howard and, you know, gone to your website first. Just to kind of recap the three things that we really think that you should look into to make sure you look good online is making sure your information is accurate, making sure that it's rich and interesting, and then finally making sure it's recent. Understood. You're listening to the Score Small Business Success Podcast. Get your free small business mentor today. Log on www.score.org. It's free. It's confidential. You've got this great idea. You've got these emotions just building up about how you want to start this business or how you want to grow your existing business. Get your free small business mentor today. Score.org or call 1-800-634-0245. Today we're speaking with Tyler Donahue, a business development analyst at Yext. They're a tech company that syncs business listings information across 50 different websites like Yahoo, Yelp, Facebook, and Bing. Tyler, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was making sure that we have rich content on our websites um, and making sure that we have rich content everywhere is kind of what we're getting at is that there's so many touch points online. You need to make sure you're consistent and accurate across the board. When you have limited characters or when you have limited areas to actually input descriptions of your business and what you do, do do you need to consider SEO, that search engine optimization? Do you need to consider what you're putting in these descriptions? And what are some tips maybe you have for that? Absolutely. You know, the one thing I think that you always need to start at, you know, before you get into the technicalities of SEO or anything like that is, number one, just the basic marketing 101, who is your audience? You know, at the end of the day, take a step back. Where do they get their information and what information do they want to get? What information are they interested in? For instance, you know, when you're thinking about where to allot your time and where to allot your resources, where do your customers go? For instance, if you're a lawyer, it might not be worth your time to go and advertise on TripAdvisor. And, you know, unless, of course, you're maybe a lawyer in Las Vegas and it's just part of someone's trip. Mm-hmm. Thinking about who your audience is and, you know, with the demographic and where, you know, where it makes sense. So that's, you know, before we get into anything, you know, specifically online, that's where you got to start. You have all this diversity in sites that are out there. And one of the major benefits that an SMB owner will get from that is that naturally and inherently, that site will create context. It will, there's a very natural context built into that site. For instance, if 
if one of your customers looks at MapQuest for their information, there's a natural context built into that. They're probably going there for driving directions. You know, if a customer looks at Facebook, there's a different context. They're on there doing more of a social type, you know, online experience, and there's a context in there. A great way to take advantage of this is if you make sure all of your content is accurate, all that content is detailed, once you put all that into the, put it on there on the site, you can allow the context of that site to kind of do the rest. So then do you suggest for your content to be specific to the platform on which you're displaying it? Depending on the content. You know, okay. certain content, you know, we work a lot with geodata that you can't really change. You can't really change your address based on what right. site you're on. But like I said, you know, I think that, you know, even in the stuff we do when we advertise, you know, it, you, do ba you do change it based off of, the, con based off the, the platform. I mean, at the end of the day, I think no matter how much time or money you spend on marketing, the most important thing is going to be taking the time to understand your consumer. Sometimes people don't fully take advantage of is you need to really look at that context and address the information you put up there into that context. Um, the context of the site, that is. That's helpful. Tyler Donahue, Yext, they do all kinds of good stuff. Uh, they're a tech company that syncs business listings information across 50-plus sites like Yahoo, Yelp, Facebook, and Bing. Well, the question we're asking today, how do customers find your business online? A lot of small businesses are thinking, I have to have good signage. People need to come in. Nowadays, an online element to every retailer is is almost mandatory. Pretty much everybody yeah. has an online element to, to selling their goods and services. So for local mom and pop shops and small businesses that think an online presence is not necessarily important, and they think maybe online advertising and, and that type of thing is just way out of their league, what do you say to those people as far as growing their business and what this means to the future of their business? Well, you know, I think, I think one of the, the, the biggest things that, that we were shocked, you know, we, we've put together some Research papers are called the X Quarterly. They're, they're based entirely around local businesses and research that we, we've worked with. Greg Sterling and Andrew Shotland, who are both well-known bloggers and well-known um, voices in the space, to really just dig into what is the state of local data. Um, and one of the things that blew us away is as they started looking into how much comparatively money and how much revenue across the United States is driven through e-commerce as opposed to driven through internet influence, so online influence, offline sales. So these are sales in the actual physical store that were influenced by some sort of online advertising. Wow, I'd and, be interested to hear this, what they find. Yeah, it was fascinating. It blew us away. We found that purchases in the store influenced by the internet was 10 times that of what was on e-commerce. I'm a consumer. I go online. I see an advertisement for my local pizza shop. Okay. I see it. And knowing that, I then go and purchase a slice. I think one of the big misconceptions out there is that online advertising is meant for e-commerce. Online advertising still drives 10 times as much offline spend than online spend. Okay, so let's be clear about that. So, so the facts are showing that online advertising is not only to sell your online goods. Online advertising is 
effective and powerful to get people in and out of the doors physically. And and I think we know that and that's obvious, but I think people really need to process that that oh, I don't I don't delve in the online world and 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 that's not for me. We're an old school business. That doesn't work anymore. That's not the way it goes. Online presence is just as important as putting a sign up on outside your door. Yeah, and you know, it's it's you know, the best advertising gets people into your store. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom line and Online is now proving to be, or has proved to be, a great new channel to do that. A lot of people kind of get stuck on the idea of display advertising. Right. You know, I have to put up ads in Google, or I have to, you know, put up a, a display ad that gets shown across the internet. And those are those are great forms of advertising, but there's so much more out there. Simply having your own Facebook page and interacting on Facebook or Foursquare with your customers. All of these, there's so many different channels out there that you can really take advantage of that do not necessarily cost money. And, you know, that's another thing that I think a lot of people are concerned about when they go, when they think about online advertising. You know, if you're already spending, you know, X amount of dollars uh, uh, sponsoring your local t-ball team, or you're spending, you know, X amount of dollars on the, on the, the town circular, making sure your advertisement's in there, do you really want to then take money away from things that have been proven to work and put them towards online? And I think a great way to, you know, get into online advertising is take advantage of the other avenues out there like Facebook and Foursquare that are free to get into. And, you know, you can get into those and start using those to not only make sure people can find you on those services, but really to engage your customers in a way you can't via offline advertising. You know, you can, even if it's something as simple as, posting a picture every couple of days or something like, hey, you know, you, you own an ice cream shop? Look at this cute little kid coming in and right. eating ice cream. Like right. how, how, could, how could anyone say no to that? <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, I was just at a, a Digital East conference a few months back, and BuzzFeed is a website that does mm-hmm. very well, and they sell a lot of money in advertising. But if you look at their website, you'd never know that because they don't do things that look like a banner ad or a picture of the logo of a company. They'll do something like when Toyota did something with a hybrid, they basically said, you know, did like the top 10 animal hybrids sponsored by Toyota, you know, (laughs) and it was, it was an interesting way to kind of create content on their site that highlighted the advertiser, but really was about the content that got people coming to the website. So even for your small business, when you're updating your website, make it a place where people can be and hang out and and want to find out what you're talking about next week and the week after and the week after. Content is a huge, huge draw for people. And I think businesses need to take advantage of that. I absolutely agree. You know, as a consumer, the, 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 I don't really care as much about the display advertisements on the side of my screen, but I would read something like what you just said, the top 10 animal hybrids. I right. would read that. Right. And at the end of the day, I would think of the Toyota hybrid. Right. Um, you, know, I, you know, I think you touched on a great point also. You know, content is great. And the thing that I, the reason I think the Internet is such a great area for small businesses is that with the ability to update things so quickly and with the ability exactly. to add things quickly, is that you can add that personal flair that will really differentiate yourself, not only from your competitors, but from the larger corporations that, you know, that, that can't reach out as easily on such a local level. Right. You, know, you can really take advantage of your website. You can take advantage of listings. 
Facebook page. All these different things where you can really engage and create a conversation, a dialogue with your community. That's great advice. You're listening to the Score Small Business Success Podcast. We want to see you succeed because small businesses drive the American economy. Log on score.org. Get your free confidential score business mentor today. We're speaking with Tyler Donahue from Yext. He's a business development analyst. They're a tech company that syncs business listings information across 50 plus different websites like Yahoo, Yelp, Facebook, and Bing. Can you help us kind of pin down what the most useful tools might be for a specific small business? Now, let's say for an example, let's say we have a beauty salon. Where Mm -hmm. should the beauty salon make sure that they are represented and where should they potentially consider buying advertising? Yeah, absolutely. Google search your business. You know, what comes up first? Is it your website? In which case, take a look at the website and make sure that, you know, it is up to date and it does reflect your business the way you want it to. You know, obviously, listings are a great way, you know, especially on the larger listing sites, a great way to make sure that uh, business can find you. Or not, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> a customer can find your business. When you say listings, you're talking about like a, a yellowpages.com type of thing? Yeah, well, Yelp, yellowpages.com, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's the places where you know that, that people, when they are looking, when they are searching with the full intent of finding a business to go to, that's where they're going to. Got it, okay. Beauty Salon, look, there's some very vertical sites devoted to specific verticals. You know, you have, you have health grades for doctors, you have open table for restaurants. One that I do want to mention, I would be not shocked at all if Facebook played a larger and larger role in discovery of small businesses. Already, what the research we've seen is that Facebook actually accounts for roughly 12% of search as is. Up until about March or April when Facebook launched Graph Search, search was all about you would go onto Google or Yahoo or Bing, wherever you do your search, and you would say, I want to, you'd say like pizza in New York. Right. And it would spit out a list of sites, um, which is great. And, you know, Google's obviously done a very good job of creating a, a better and better algorithm to spit that out. Right. Uh, a lot of people, and, you know, Google's making this bet, Facebook's making this bet. Um, the former co-founder of Twitter actually just launched a company making this bet as, all, as well, that search, the future of search is going to be social. The idea behind this is it's great getting an algorithm that spits out the list of pizza places in that general vicinity. It'd be even better to get that list of pizza places with the highest results are the ones that your friends have either liked or been to. So think about how much, think how often you want to go just shopping and instead of going, you're shopping for clothes or shopping for, you know, anything anything, you know, car shopping, anything like that, and you bring a friend, you bring a loved one, you bring someone along to get their opinion. Mm-hmm. Now these sites are trying to channel that into the search process. So where this kind of brings back to the small business is, you know, getting listed on Facebook and encouraging people to go on and like your business and go on check into your business when they're there, like your Facebook page, all of those things will make a difference as, you know, Facebook, which has the greatest amount of social data out there, will make a difference when someone goes and searches Beauty Salon New York, they won't just get your listing up there, you don't get your Facebook page there with, you know, amongst the other beauty salons in New York. They're going to get you there saying, hey, you know, by the way, 
Daphne, your friend Daphne has been here, and she liked it. And right. you can even call up your friend. Da- you know, I had a coworker who this actually this actually worked for. Her. She was fly. She was taking a trip to Portugal, and she said, you know what? She searched on Google, and you know, then she searched on Facebook. Uh, hotels in Portugal, my friends have been to. And top of the list was a, actually, they listed a whole bunch of Portugal uh, hotels, but top of the list was actually the wife of our CTO, and they had gone on their honeymoon there. And she call, she sent her a text like, hey, did you like this hotel? And uh, the woman was like, loved it. You should check this out, check this out in the area. And it was because of that social bit that really pushed her over the edge to go there. Wow. So, you know, something that I think small businesses can really just get a get a jump on the curve is to start working on Facebook and those other social sites. Because the, the more social data that they have collected around their business, the better they're going to rank and the better they're going to play in those where, as search moves more social. Instead of getting, you know, five years down the line and realizing search is completely social and you need to catch up then, start doing it now. Uh, because I think that that is a really great way to take advantage of where search is going. Tyler Donahue, you're listening to the Score Small Business Success Podcast. Tyler is a development analyst for Yext. You just mentioned Facebook and and how powerful that can be. When you Google something, you know, the all-powerful Google, I was looking for pizza. What my friends had liked and not liked as far as pizza showed up at the top. So it was literally like a recommendation from a friend. And it was probably not that close of a friend, but it was somebody that I knew (laughs) in my network that had been there and that had checked in there. Yeah, so, you know, the reason I brought Facebook because right now they do have, they're the largest social network, so they do have the most data. Okay. You know, whereas on one hand, I mean, so the bottom line is Google launched Google Plus for a large reason. You know, they'll never say it, but, you know, it's a large benefit of launching Google Plus is that they could start collecting the social data. Okay, it's funny because, you know, Google has very much, you don't want to say perfected because you always hope that there's a, a new, better iteration, you know, just for progress sake, but they've done the best so far of, you know, creating an algorithm for search. Facebook, on the other hand, has all that social data. So they both have, like, pieces of the puzzle, and they're working on, they're both working towards the same thing. So, you know, what you're going to start seeing, I'm sure, on Google, Google, as they collect, Google Plus collects more and more data on businesses, on, you know, different people's likes and preferences, they can spit, they'll, be, they'll start spitting back search results with some sort of social content connected to it. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, you, you really want to make sure that these touch points that you're setting up, that they really, they really jive with what you're trying to do. Um, and make sure, you know, what their core competency and, you know, what they have the most strength in makes sense with what you're trying to do. So, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want, don't take what I'm saying as like go out and find every social network out there right. and make sure you've updated everything on there, but definitely look at the ones that make the most sense with your business. And definitely make sure that you're on there and that you're listed on there and that not only that you're listed, but you're keeping it up to date and, you know, you're, you're keeping your conversation with the consumer you know, constant and and interesting, engaging for them. This is the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. SCORE.org is the website. Log on today. 800-634-0245 is the phone number. Get your free small business mentor. How do customers find your business online? You have beautiful signage. You've got an amazing retail space. Or you work from your home and you need people to find you online one way or another. How are they finding you? What do they see when they get there? We're speaking with Tyler Donahue, a business development analyst at Yext. 
Yext actually syncs business listings information across 50 plus websites like Yahoo, Yelp, Facebook, and Bing. Tyler, I have a question about the touch points. We've talked about all these different websites and all these different ways that customers are seeing you online and in person. What can you say a quality, multi-tiered, multi-touch point platform really looks like and what it can do for a small business? How, how can people kind of set up a model for themselves? We definitely mentioned this before is that as a small business owner, you're probably not going to have a ton of time or necessarily unlimited resources to spend on you know your marketing. So I think the biggest thing you want to start at is identify where you want to be. Finding either companies or the businesses that you want to work with, and this is anywhere from whether you want to work directly with Google, you want to work with Yaks, you want to work with the local SEO guy down the street, the guy who, you know, maybe he makes your website. When, when we see, you know, small businesses that go out there and they have a very good multi-tiered, multi-touch platform, mm-hmm. the ones that really impress us are the ones that they're making sure that they are listed and updating things across every all these different places. They're making sure that their multiple different touch points are all working in sync. Target audiences, people really need to pay attention to where their audience is going to be online. Yeah. And if you pay attention to where your audience and your customer is online and you're there communicating and you're conversating with them and engaging them where they are, that's kind of, it's got to be a successful multi-touch point, multi-platform yeah. plan. Absolutely. You know, it's, if you're going to have a multi-touch platform, a multi-touch point platform, and you're not taking advantage of that real-time conversation ability across the entire platform, you're really not taking advantage of your entire platform. There's people definitely that can help you do that. Like, Absolutely. of course, our good friends at Yex. Tyler Donahue, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope that what we talked about is helpful to the people listening. I do too. The Score Small Business Success Podcast. Get your free Score Business Mentor today. Log on score.org or call 1-800-634-0245. Free, confidential. There's thousands and thousands of templates and tools on there to get you started or to keep you going if you're in business now. Grow, 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 and succeed. Thanks for listening. This is the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Get your mentor today at SCORE.org or call 1-800-634-0245.